The intro. Doo, 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 doo. BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services. Here we discuss all things fitness, running, rucking, endurance, obstacle course racing, and more. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody out there. Boggs here talking to you a little bit about the show. On today's episode, Mike gets over on his other radio show and forgets that he's supposed to be talking comedy and ends up basically recording an episode of the BeastNet over on Love and Hate Radio, available on nwczradio.com. So kick back, have a listen to Brandon Valentine of Love and Hate Radio talking BeastNet. Thanks. Honey, come on over here, sugar buns. This machine just called me a asshole. Welcome to Love and Hate Radio, where we put the fun and dysfunctional. We're going to do some crazy things. Wait, what am I talking about? We have no idea what we're doing or why we're invited back every week. Because we k-bells and stuff like that, so. Love and Hate Radio is brought to you by Valentine Entertainment with your host, Brandon Valentine. Everyone always loves the stupid bad guy. And that's... And your co-host, Beej Valentine. Oh, spin my nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. You're not the professionals, okay? I always forget about that part. You do, once we added it and then you try talking over it every time. Yeah. And welcome back to Love and Hate Radio with today's guest... Andy Vargo. Somehow I he, nearly forgot. Yeah, I was going to say, you know Andy. Like, all yeah. of a sudden you had to think about it. It was like, uh. <laughs> Concentrating on the, the cool music. Thing. Yeah, trying yeah. to get the music going and doing the soundboard. Yeah, so. occasionally it kind of slips. What, your brain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mine does that. <laughs> so yeah. Too many fluids from that one time I hit my head. One time? Good point. <laughs> well, uh, the one time he hit his head, not you hit his head. Oh, well, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, though, what's funny on that is when I can remember being, what, I was probably 17 or 18, maybe a little older than that, and I got a hit in the head and I had to go, like, to the hospital. And when they did x-rays, the, the doctor's like, well, it looks like your your previous skull fractures have healed nicely. And I'm like, "Oh, previously what? Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I can see everyone healed here, here, and he pointed out like four different spots, and I'm like, huh, wow. <laughs> neat. Oops, guess I should have wore that helmet. I, uh, <laughs> I've had a lifelong fear of bungee cords oh. due Ooh. to head injuries, because when I was about five years old, I thought it would be cool to be like Tarzan, and so, <laughs> I, so what I thought would be fun was I took a bungee cord and I hooked it to my belt loop. Ooh. And then I hooked the other end to a tree branch, and I climbed up this ladder that was <laughs> to the fort on this apple tree in our backyard, and I jumped, and I, I'm doing the Tarzan yell, you know, oh, oh, yeah, only the tree branch was rotten, so Ooh. the bungee cord didn't break, and my belt loop didn't break, the tree branch broke, and it came down and snapped and cracked my skull. And wow. Was, yeah, so Ouch. I... So I don't use bungee cords anymore, especially for bungee jumping. Like, I was the yeah, original no. bungee jumper, and it did not go Yeah, well. it does not sound like it went well, well, well. I remember when I used to go uh, ride motorcycles with my dad, and we were down in Nevada somewhere, and one of the guys we were with, he was putting something on, like, his, his bike and bungeeing it, yes. and it slipped out of his hand and, like, hit his wife square in the mouth. Oh, my gosh. And, like, knocked out two teeth. Yeah, those things are... They have some power. Like, seriously. I was like... And then she's like, we're done with this trip unless you find a dentist now because I'm not going around missing these damn teeth. <laughs> it's like, it's okay that it looks like he popped you in the mouth, but you just don't want to be missing right. the teeth. So, yeah, so she went, they found a dentist and they fixed it and then wow. we, we continued on, but it was just like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. no, I, I had a, a lot of head injuries as a kid. I was one of those, like, I never wore a helmet because, I mean, you're my age. Mm-hmm. We didn't wear helmets. What the- yeah. You didn't want to wear a helmet. You, you were a nerd if you wore a helmet. <laughs> But yeah, but I also, the, the first one I know is I had to have uh, staples in my head when I was about three oh, wow. because uh, my older brother wanted my big wheel. Oh. So he basically mm. picked up a rock 
and like a good size rock. He was, you know, a couple years ago, he was five or six, but you know, whatever, and smashed me over the head with it so he could have the big wheel. That's like, right. I'm not gonna hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna bash your brains. That's like right out of the cartoons. I'm gonna bash yeah. him right the f in. <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. But yeah, yeah. he beat me up, it like smashed me over the head with a rock, and pretty much I fell off the big wheel with my head split open, and he like pushed me off the way, got in the big wheel, and rode away. So, yeah. I remember how many incidents there were on our block, like of one kid throwing a rock at another, or like there was always something. Yeah. And uh, it, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, me, I was, me and my brother, we were, we were violent towards each other. So, <laughs> I was the one, because I was always smaller than him. Um, always smaller. I mean, like in high school, I graduated high school 140 pounds. He was like 190. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we were there was a huge yeah. difference in like even build and everything. So I was the one that I had no fear. So I'd find other ways to get him. Like he was afraid of the dark. So he'd be like, walk out to the car or something. Like, hey, stand the porch with the light on for me. Oh yeah, sure, dude. <laughs> he gets two <laughs> steps away from the door, slam the door, shut off the lights, and lock the door and piss off. That's <laughs> you know, I, I'd hide under his bed. Mm -hmm. And oh, wait for him to put his feet down and just reach out and snag him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. I used to do that to, like, my siblings and stuff a lot, but I was the youngest, so I was always hiding somewhere. So was I, somewhere. yeah. yeah. Mm. And I was, yeah, I could do that. I would hide a place, and the other thing was I had uh, no fear of heights, and I had a lot of upper body strength. Okay. So I was a couple times running from him, and there was a stump right behind my parents' house that was just high enough that I could jump from that and catch the bottom, like, uh, eaves of, eve of the house and oh, pull myself yeah. up and onto the roof wow so and i could also like i can remember climbing the uh, maple tree in the backyard mm -hmm. and i climbed it ran across one of the branches and jumped to the tree across oh my god I, I had no fear as a child wow and he got up there got onto the branch that i ran across and then realized like where he was and went <laughs> and dropped that we had to call the fire department to come get him out of the tree oh my god <laughs> it was <laughs> Hilarious! I was sitting <laughs> just laughing the whole time. My mom's looking at me going, you did that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I, I like, He followed me. Yeah. I pissed him off choice. so bad that he actually chased me up a tree like a dog. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we were always at each other like that. Yeah. Yeah, my and, brother and I were always... He was five years older than me, and we were always kind of antagonizing each other, and... Those were the days. Oh, yeah. Like I said, and I was I had no fear. Part of it was I was really sick as a kid. Mm -hmm. So my parents, I mean, my the doctors told me I wouldn't live past the age of five. Oh, wow. So, and my parents never hid that from me. So I always had that in the back of my brain, like, I'm going to die anyway, so let's party. Like, yeah, why not just yeah, have as much so, fun as you can? And that was it. And that's kind of my parents out there. Like, if we put him in a bubble, he's not going to want to live, so he's not going to care. So let's just let him let him go. If he dies, he dies. I mean, I was the youngest of six. At that point, they didn't care. <laughs> If he dies, he dies. If not, Wait, great. We got a full batch already. Yeah, yeah I mean. we already got yeah. But uh, yeah, so I had no fear. So there was a lot of times that I, I can remember every Fourth of July we had the the wars with bottle rockets and freaking you know Roman candles, and I no longer was allowed to play after the year I started throwing Saturn missile batteries at everyone. Oh, like oh my god! They'd had a full like they had That's a fort, scary. and I lit the Saturn <laughs> missile battery and just like threw it like it was a grenade <laughs> up, crazy yeah, enough. up and over the wall of the fort, like straight into where they're at. And all of a sudden, you just hear them screaming and diving out. Yeah, it was. Oh my god! I mean, it was hilarious. I thought it was great. Funny now, but yeah. I'd be horrified. Oh, I was laughing yeah. the whole time. I was oh cracking, laying on the ground, laughing the whole time. And they're like, yeah, you can't play anymore. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> there's like, there's something wrong with you that you had no, like, nothing no crossed your mind that said that this was a bad idea. You're like, this is going to be awesome. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were, yeah. Horrible. I have scars from. I mean, I lit off one of those saddle missile batteries back when fireworks were, like, allowed. And it was down um, on uh, McCarver. Right, you know, a few blocks up from yeah. Western Way, and um, my sister's in laws had a house right there, so we'd always go there for Fourth of July. And I remember lighting it off, and the house was just enough up the hill that, depending on the angle, of some of it, it actually like went through part of the crowd a couple times because they go such random differences. Yep. They're you know, yeah, directions. So, that, yeah, it was really fun. I just like started throwing them like their grenades. They're like, yeah, you can't play. Anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> I, and because I just and I was that like I never had those. My brain just said logic to me was like, this is going to be perfect. Right. This will be you funny. Know, it's be all about funny. the entertainment. It's, it's all entertainment. And that was me. It was all entertainment factor. And you and became never... a comedian? Yeah. Because like, it's all about the entertainment factor. Right. I mean, I have an aunt that my mom told. She watched me once when we were in California. My mom told us she'd never watch me again. Because <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> she's like, hey, let's go swimming in the river. And I'm like, cool, let's go. And I think I was like 10 or 11. Maybe about 
12, 13. Mm-hmm. And we're swimming. No, it was probably about 10 or 11. We're, we're out swimming in the river. And she said all of a sudden she like turns her back to do something, like get something out of the whatever, and she turns back. I'm halfway up the, the cliff. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, like and she's 30, freaked out. Like 30 or 40 feet climbing up this <laughs> cliff. And my mom looks at her and says, you didn't tell him to get down, did you? She's like, yeah, I did. She's like, he just turned around and jumped in. And she's like, yeah, he did. Oh, no. And that's, she's like, nope, never again. She's like, there was no fear in his no fear in his face. He just turned around and wow. jumped off the cliff into the water. And I was like. See, I, I was not. I had fear. I was yeah. like, like I, I was afraid of heights. And I, um, when I was in high school, I did, I did a lot of yard work for people and stuff. And this uh, friend of ours, I was doing yard work. And then he said, well, what do you, how do you feel about cleaning the gutters? And I was like, oh, I could give it a try because I wanted to be the cool, like, you know, I, was, I think I was I'll a help out. junior or senior by then. I was just like, oh, I'm not going to say no because that's not, yeah, you know, I need the I money. like a wimp. And so I get up to the top of the ladder and he says, okay, well, now just get up on the roof. And I get up on the roof and I immediately, like, froze and just like was like part of the roof and i'm he's like um do you want to go back down i was like i don't think i can (laughs) i think i'm part of the roof now he went inside and had to open the little like dormer windows (laughs) he crawled through the window (laughs) you can now call me a gargoyle because this is where i'm staying frozen now i have since gotten good i can go on the roof and like i'm I'm, i'm better at that but no i oh my gosh my parents if you couldn't find me at my at my at the house I was usually up on the roof Hmm. that was my place I would go up on the roof I would go up there and sunbathe I would like go up there in my shorts and just like freaking lay out a towel and lay on the freaking top of the roof and just but I'd go up there read a book Mm -hmm. I would because my brother was afraid of heights so he couldn't he wouldn't bug me up there I used to do that when I worked in the grocery store I would go up on the roof sometimes on my lunch break and tan yeah I just like it's away from the intercom it's like I have an hour See, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I know that my last company, that uh, not the one that I was just at, but when I was the operations manager, uh, my place had was the bathroom. Oh, because nobody would bother me. In yeah, there. you have to find your place. And it was one of those things that was funny. There was one time, one one of my employees was like, hey, well, "Do you like take a shit every day at lunch?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, you like go in the bathroom for like 45 minutes every day." I'm like, "Literally, I'm sitting on the because I had my own bathroom like oh, upstairs because I had my cool. own little office yeah. upstairs." And so there was a bathroom that, I mean, it wasn't really mine, but nobody, but nobody else, else used it because I was the only one upstairs. Yeah, you weren't holding anybody up. So I would go sit on the counter in mm-hmm. the bathroom and play on my phone or yeah. do something. And they're like, why do you? I'm like, because it's the only place you people won't bother. Yeah. Me. The other place I'd go is I'd go sit in my car sometimes and, you know, just out of the store, out of the, yep. out of the building. Yeah. And I did that even when I worked in the office. I would, I would either do that. And then I started working. I started uh, going for a walk every day. When I got to my being more fit, yeah. When I wasn't in grocery, because when I was in grocery, you're walking around all day long anyway. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to walk a lot. So, yeah, you've been doing like what did you do like 50k the other day? Yeah, 31 miles. Wow, that's that's amazing. No, it's not my feet. I mean, (laughs) I saw you doing it, and I I saw the post actually um, because I think it was was it 5k loops or five mile loops? Five mile loops. Okay, yeah, because I saw it, and when I saw it. I don't. I had somewhere to go that day, but I. You know how the post you don't always see. Yeah. Later, and you had posted. I think the day before, and I didn't see it till the event had already started a couple hours in, and I was yeah. like, "Darn it! I would have tried to get to one of those, but I didn't see it soon well, enough." Yeah, you know. And actually, we had it was pretty cool. I don't know if you saw some of us. We had a lot of people that just drop in. Yeah, that was cool. So we started at five in the morning, and it was just the four of us that were doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we did one full loop, and then our friend Tatiana showed up. Oh yeah, and let me be clear. I was saying would have been cool to drop in because yeah not, drop in and do a loop yeah, not 31 but yeah miles. she dropped in and actually did three loops with us so she did wow, 15 miles cool. and while she was there uh, another friend andrea showed up and then ashley our friend ashley and her boyfriend showed up and then our good friend lisa and her daughter showed up so i mean we had people in and out through nice. the whole thing that, so it was that helps cool. kind of keep it keeps your it morale does. up I'm it sure. does so and it's actually um it, it was the longest i've ever done i've done a marathon which mm-hmm. is 26 miles yeah. and then it's like let's just you know go let's go another um, six miles or five five whatever it is and it was yeah so it was it was a neat experience it was yeah. definitely a neat experience i was really actually impressed with my how well my body held up mm-hmm. um well i know you've been training a yeah, lot i have um my body held up pretty good i have a couple blisters on my toes um i have found out I, i'm ordered some new stuff that i'm going to try in because that's the only thing i had oh my, yeah my legs were fine because 
<laughs> I did a half marathon on Monday right after, like oh my two days God. later. <laughs> so, I mean, my legs were fine. My yeah. muscles and my legs, they were a little bit sore, but I mean, mm -hmm. they were good enough that, you know, two days later I could do a half marathon. Yeah. My feet did not like that, but so right. I gotta, I've got to work on that part of it. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done, I think the most I've done is I've done the five mile drive a couple times. So that's about nine, ten. I think I've done, I've done nine and a half, ten. I can't remember if I've done 12 miles. I know I've done 10. Yeah. And, um, but, but this, like lately I've been better because I, what I, what I had been doing was I would get the run in and then it would be a long time and then I would get a walk in and that would be a long time again, or, or I would get one a week. And, yeah. and so I've been trying to be better about doing at least three to four a week that are, you know, four to five miles, but I haven't, I haven't been doing like what you've been doing where you're purposefully pushing yeah. the length. Which is it's so cool, and that's to kind see. of what yeah I've been doing. I, and I the one thing I've been doing too is I mean it sounds stupid. Rock and roll marathon they have the bunch of virtual races. Oh yeah. So I joined that, and every weekend they have like a, this weekend where I'm supposed to do an 8k and 15k. Oh cool. So on top of all my other stuff, that becomes my weekend run. Yeah. So now I'm going for a distance because actually I did the 8k this afternoon. Yeah, so. I've actually seen some virtual. Um, there's a virtual 5k coming up in Jul in July for Tacoma Pride. I was thinking about yeah. doing. Um, I might do that one. And that. That was like, that would be the first official 5K I, I'll do, um, and it's like so for me it's just about like actually logging, yeah, logging one and then setting a baseline. And that's for the kind time. of what we did is uh, the loop right by my house. There's a park right by my house. Yeah. We figured out exactly, we figured out exactly what five miles was for that race because that's the way the race was set up. It wasn't how many miles you did, it okay. was how many loops you did, but okay. the loop had to be at least five miles. Okay, gotcha. So, but I did, we we technically did two races at the same time oh gotcha. there was a spartan one that you had to do 31 miles mm -hmm. and then do a whole bunch of workouts afterward like okay. push-ups and stuff like that wow. so that one we did at the right at the end we you know once we finished 31 miles we did the push-ups but the other one we were doing was five mile loops oh that's so cool. um which actually we're gonna do again on july 18th but wow and we're actually gonna go for 40 this time Wow, that's just because so, we finished because it was it's basically the way they do it. It's how many loops you can do in a 12 hour period. Now, when you're I see you post where you're walking when you're going to train and you're wearing a vest. Do you, do you not all the time? You, OK, so you Sometimes. don't hopefully you're not wearing the vest when you're doing 31. No, miles. no. Um, usually I only wear the vest if I'm doing, you know, under 10. OK, so, yeah. Um, like today, I didn't wear it. I went and did five miles, which. My train, my coach keeps telling me to like, she's like, stop running for two weeks. You just did. You know, right. yeah. You just did forty-three miles in two days. Yeah, you know, and, and it's okay it, to like, she's like take a break. Your, your legs need to heal, and I'm like, can I walk? She's yeah. like, fine, whatever. You can walk. So I walked five miles today. I might have jogged a couple times, but don't tell her. So. <laughs> That's the thing is, you get to the point which I never thought I would be at, but you get a little impatient during the walking part because I used to be just walking, and my friend Laura, who is she's the she's the runner she like loves yeah. running she's like every day my day's not complete if i don't get a run in and she's doing this like 30 or 40 day streak right now where you run at least a mile every day but usually it's three to five and um and she's done marathons and ragnars and all that yeah but you know i'd go with her and then she's like hey, come on we're gonna we're gonna jog this we're gonna like get going and i was like you suck really yeah i'm just like come on but now it's like when i even now i'm at that point where i actually you know, I'm half half running or jogging yeah. and half walking, but and that's kind of where I'm at now. Because what I did is I I, the, I do the same almost loop all the time, mm -hmm. and there's certain spots in that in the loop that I'm yeah. like, okay, I run from here to here. Yeah, because that's how I've always that's how I trained. You know, mm -hmm. ten years ago when I started running and got really good. You know, started getting mm -hmm. down where I did like a, my best was a 28 minute five uh, k. Wow, 28 minutes. Yeah, and what I the way I did it was is I would run when I first started was the treadmill. I'd mm -hmm. run really hard for a minute. And then walk yeah. for two. And okay. then after a while, it came down to where I was running really hard for two minutes and walking right. for one. Yeah. And that was kind of it. And Because um, I've had asthma my whole life. So mine okay. pretty much is, is I yeah, run. Yeah, you have to control that. I run until I like can't really breathe. <laughs> right. And then walk until I can catch my breath and then mm -hmm. start running again. Yeah. So, and that's kind of the way I've always done it is trying to build up my lungs along with, you know, the running ability. So I this time I do, yeah. Well, and I definitely have the... Uh, so I usually there's certain parts that I jog just to kind of almost I've almost created the habit in my mind that's like that like like this is where I jog. Yep. And then um, of course anytime I see a hot guy coming I can't be walking. Yeah, so you have to you have know. to be like hey I got hey. this I'm you know. Hey, want to help me do some cardio? I'm like damn he was further away than I thought I got like 
I can't be heaving when I get, yeah. get up to it. Can't him. be too, too out of breath. But so. yeah. So. Yeah, no, and that's kind of, you know, I started running it and um, I picked like my spots and I've noticed now that I'm getting to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to run now yeah. and I'm not at one of my spots. Yeah. So I've really picked those out, but it's been, when I started, I was doing probably 19, 20 minute miles, mm-hmm. which isn't that good. Right. Um, and right now when I'm pushing, I can do under 15. I think my best, my best one, according to my, the app that I have was 1130. Mm, that's good. So. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm getting up there, um, just really kind of trying to come back from the foot injury still, make yeah. sure I don't. Yeah, I've been don't having, push it too. Well, and I've been having a lot of pops and cracks in that foot, oh, yeah. but it's kind of one of those, it sounds bad to say this, but usually I get better motion out of it afterwards. Oh, right. So I think what it is, is there's a lot of scar tissue in there okay. and I'm finally breaking it up. Yeah. You know, I spent way too long babying that foot mm-hmm. and now it's like telling me, Hey, if you hadn't babied me this whole time, you'd probably be in better shape, fat boy. <laughs> you know, I, so yeah, I've been yeah. doing a lot of where. If I think I'm gonna, if, I, if I'm looking down, and I think I'm gonna run to the end of the block. I'll, I'll, I'll try and go to the end of the next block, or I'll be like, yeah. okay, I was gonna stop at the driveway, but I'll go to at least till I get across the street. Yeah, at least push it a little bit further. And that's what I've been pushing on, and trying to do that more, and then uh, trying to get my my form of running down better, so I'm not, you know, have don't I don't oh. get pain. Yeah. So it's gonna be, it's good. So like I said, we want to do. Uh, another one of the the, the ultra the ultras that we just did. Mm-hmm. So well, we want to go for forty miles this time on the loops, and then uh, we're also thinking about um, we were supposed to do a marathon in June that got canceled. Yeah, the wow. tunnel marathon. So I think we may go do it anyway. Okay, just on our own. Yeah, because it's it starts up at Hayek Hayek up oh, on Snoqualmie is this Pass. The one that goes through the train yeah, tunnel. Yeah, goes through the train tunnel and then yeah. straight down the hill all the way down to North Bend. So, I've heard. I, mean, it. I think I think Laura's done that one. It's oh, it's great. I love that one. So it sounds cool. Yeah. And it's downhill the whole way. Yeah. And it's but it's only like a one to two percent grade. Okay. So it's enough that you know you're yeah. going downhill, but not enough that your knees are like Yeah, because that actually can be sometimes I have a harder time going downhill than uphill. Yeah, that's when I when I blew my knee I was going downhill. Yeah. So and that was but it was down Beacon Hill, so Oh. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to get healthier. Um, I'm down a few pounds, so... Mm-hmm. You're looking good. Yeah, I'm down 42. Wow, that's a few. So I'm trying to go for a few more, so... Mm-hmm. I just... February, all of a sudden, something changed. I, I like... I, I've told a few people I was part of a few groups... Um, that I just... I'm like, I'm done. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, they, I realized the groups were more toxic... Yeah, sometimes than they were than they were supposed to be. And sometimes I feel like we keep things in our life because we think that they're there to be part of our values yes. or whatever, and then you realize that they're actually distracting you more from whatever your core thing is, or they're enabling you. You know, I see this in some of the support groups that I've joined online in different aspects of my life, and I and it there's a there's a fine line between hey we're like minded we all have these same struggles to where they all start to say oh well that's okay because life has been hard on you instead of saying no you need to not let it hold you back and move forward and so it's like i don't want to i don't want to be hanging around people who are just keeping that space and that was kind of me i was one thing the group i was in it wasn't getting me letting me move forward it wasn't letting me i was spending too much time trying to help fix them Mm -hmm. um when they didn't want to be fixed i mean it was just like there there was problems that they didn't want to be fixed mm-hmm. and you know the people running the group and i'm just like you know this just isn't it's not it's stressing me out yeah, it's and not, not adding what it value to your to life so um i stepped away from that um i switched jobs which i mean mm-hmm. i loved my old job but um i switched jobs and i have more time yeah well that's you know? that was my thing um i think almost on a similar timeline all of like last year in the beginning of this year it's like oh i'm, I'm gonna start getting fit and i thought january i'm gonna hit yep. hard you know like everybody says but really, I didn't start getting into it until after really the last month at the level that I wanted to, because when I look back, I, I just had too much on my plate yeah. to even take on one more thing. And now, you know, my book is pretty much done. I'm I'm moving on to other things that take less demand. Yeah. And so I can I can have room in my head for a bigger goal. And, and I just didn't have space to try to think about. And I think that's what we do. I think we all do. And that's kind of where I was in that same thing where it's like you, I loaded myself up with so many and I, I do it. Um, it's one of those things, you know, uh, mm-hmm. my wife pointed out, Beach pointed out that I, I really like to load myself up with, right. with things to yeah. do and keep myself busy. Cause I feel like if I'm not busy, I go nuts. Mm-hmm. So I'm always got something and every once in a while it's like, okay, I need to get healthy, but I had so many other things going on. There just wasn't. 
I never right. gave myself made the time or the, the anything to do it. So February worked out because you know, I, like I said, I switched jobs and it was just kind of one of those gave me a little bit of time. Yeah. And then once I got rid of that group and didn't have to like focus on trying to do things for them, mm-hmm. that I you know. Yeah. You know the other thing just, with yeah. groups too is I've been in groups where. It could be all totally good people going the right direction, and they might not be draining from me, but yeah. it might be that sometimes that the group doesn't work well in my mind. Like, I compare myself too much to everybody else in the group or whatever. So it's like, it's all about, like, finding, you know, for like, for me, it's like, okay, it's not healthy for me. It doesn't, like, it's not always a bad group. It's just it's my just mind all, space yeah. isn't the right yeah. when I'm with that group, so I need to figure out a different way. And, and I've done was a me. lot of that, like... I've unfollowed so many people on social media that I, you know I'm still friends with, and I still will check in on every once in a while. But it's like if it's not part of my value system, or we're not interacting, it's like if you're not interacting with my stuff and I'm not interacting with you, then let's just stop being in each other's face all the time. But it doesn't mean I don't want to be friends with you. It just yeah, I've snoozed a lot of people. I've been using that snooze yeah. button like you wouldn't believe. Right. So, especially during these times with everything going on, right. it's like. Yeah, I just, and I guess I'm the bad guy because I'm staying like neutral and out of the most of it. But I'm just like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to fight about it. I don't want to argue. Right. And there's too many people that the second you say something, if you don't believe what they believe, it's like, right. So it's just like I'm just staying. You know, I, I watched a a podcast interview today on Facebook with two women that I really respect, and they were talking about it. One of them was talking about how um, she's been very intentional about not being overly involved in social media because she knows what it does to herself. Yeah. She knows it brings her kids down seeing it on the news. It's it's scary times. There's a lot of stuff going on. And so, you know, her comment was, and I, and I don't want to misquote it, but it was something about the point of being, being intentional about choosing how she, how she shows up and how she can choose to make a difference in the world. And it's not through that Avenue. And that's totally fine and, and perfect. And that's like with me, you know, you look at how the brain works, and if and whether you believe in the the religious side of it or the science of it, the brain is trained to follow a path of either positivity or negativity, and yep. it's going to stay on that that mindset until it sees something to interrupt it in the other direction, and and it's harder to shift from negative to positive than it is the other way around. Yes, but I feel like culturally. If you look at like the what's in the news feed, that's like that's what the brain is seeing and, yes. and experiencing. And so the more we're we're saying there's all this negativity, there's all these things, and not that there aren't horrific things that happen that need to be addressed. Uh, I'm not downplaying that at all. However, the way to fix those horrible things is to find all the positive things that are that are going on and amplify them because there is so much good in the world. Oh, there is. And and so yeah, I've really been very careful and purposeful about my time and interaction online right now i have too and that's actually i mean uh i think you're a member of it the the group the survivors thing that i did yeah and it was actually me and don my buddy don came up with that idea but we have other people run it like i i think this would be great to have this somebody do this (laughs) but somebody do it for me yeah and don yells me all the time because that's that's my mo i'm I'm like this is an amazing idea now someone do it for me no i think that's a great way to that's a great way to operate so and and it's me and don have been friends since like preschool Mm -hmm. so and that's been how like our entire lives is i'm the idea guy like this is an amazing idea we should really blah 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 now you take care of it right and that's and that's how our friendship works that's why the beast net you know the podcast the mm-hmm. other one that i have he runs it because yeah. i was like this is great i ran it for a while and i'm like hey, i'm getting bored with this and it's just like it's not doing what i want it to do i know what i, I and he's and like i'll keep it going you just like, keep here doing your thing. he's like you just keep hosting and i'll, I'll make everything else awesome. go and i'm like cool i'm out so and that's just always been our thing but so yeah we started that group because of that mm-hmm. I wanted that that positive place right to go and that's mm-hmm. like my positive place now on Facebook if I go to Facebook and I you know you're getting that like I'm tired of seeing you freaking all this <laughs> negative right. crap I go to that and it's just like it's all just hey you know yeah we're, we're getting positivity we're, yeah. and we're getting through this and and that's what i wanted to see is i mean that's what i see that well and that's what they like, could be great those social networks could be amazing if we weren't real if we weren't humans right and you but, ha- you have to use them right and you have to you have to have a lot of mental strength yes. to block out what you need to block out and focus where you need to focus because even if you just look at covid-19 and what all has been going on the last yes. several months there are so many opportunities for 
you're seeing new talents come to life. You're seeing new businesses. You're seeing people who are having to do things virtually that they've never had to do for their livelihood or mm-hmm. just for their sanity, which they can now take into the rest of their life as we get back to whatever our new sense of of normal is. And that's what real and humans that are. In. That's yeah. what real human nature is. It's not this negativity of constantly bitching about things and turning everything into a negative situation. It's in the ingenuity. Right. You know, I mean, look at, you know, you look at stuff like the the, the rev, uh, Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. That didn't, isn't that long ago. Right. Well, and I actually really, I just used the idea of whatever that new normal is, but I actually really don't like that. I don't, I don't, I think that we, we too often convince ourselves that there is this sense of normal that oh, we're supposed is, to live yeah. in. And so when something gets disrupted, then we're, we're angry and we're confused and we're, yeah. we're just left kind of floundering because our normal is disrupted instead of accepting that we are always evolving and always changing and whatever the comfort zone turns into yeah. after this, that's only going to be that comfort zone until something else comes along and disrupts it. Yeah, and, and changes it. Yeah, and you have to be ready to see, oh gosh, now we're going this direction. Now we're going that direction. Yeah, and that's one thing I've been really lucky. The company that I, I work for now, when I started there in January and everything, the COVID started, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'm like, shit, I just started with this company. Right. And they pay me a shitload of money. Yeah. Um, how am I going to earn that? Yeah. You know, and I'm one of those Especially people. Especially when your training was in person. Yeah. And- it's like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not the kind of person. Well, I guess I'm going to sit here and pay, a, get a paycheck. I'm like, I feel right. like I need to do something for that. Yeah. So a lot of, we all of a sudden started doing, uh, I went down to Vancouver a couple of times and we filmed some, like me actually teaching the class mm-hmm. to a camera, which yeah. is really weird. Yeah. But, like filmed it doing that so we could do some computer-based training mm-hmm. off, based off that. Um, I wrote some... And a couple other ones, like the the voiceover mm-hmm. for a bunch of the training classes, so they could do set them up that way. Yeah, and then also now Zoom. Mm-hmm. I see, and, and all of these things yeah. now are ready to yeah. go, so that exactly it, if so, there's a blizzard and a, something gets canceled, yeah. or there's a an employee who's remote, and now or, it's like yeah, we, you know. and that's it. It's like all of a sudden, it's like all of these things. It's like this. We just developed all these new parts of our company. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID, that's going to elevate us later. So, I mean, we luckily, the company that I work for, I mean, they were really like, okay, let's, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of just sitting back, you know, and waiting for this all to end, let's see what we can do to better ourselves. And And, and it's amazing. That's one of the, one of the hardest things in this whole time, I think for a lot of people is the, the loss of celebrating successes because it's taboo to be happy when, when everybody's struggling and, and, and not that you're trying to rub it in people's face, but like, like for myself, um, you know, I, I work down at the odd otter sometimes I, I pick up shifts yep. there and, and sometimes that's more of my income than my business, depending on how things are going. Yeah. And that's just life while I get, while you get your business up and running. But when this whole shutdown started, it was like, I, I had a choice. I could go on unemployment and they would have supported, you know, laying me off, but they were still selling growlers so I could get a day or two here and there. And it was like, you know, I, I would have made more money on unemployment, but I, I've had enough uptick in my business that I didn't want to confuse that or ruin it, ruin those opportunities and have to turn down stuff because I'm collecting unemployment and have to play that game. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, and I looked at it every week, like, okay, how's things going? But then I, I ended up being able to pick up some coaching clients because people really are focusing on change right now. Yes. And, and I've been able to, um, I'm, I'm going through a rebranding on my business right now and nice. all that kind of stuff. And so it's all this stuff that if the world for myself hadn't slowed down a little bit, I wouldn't have been able to get my mind around focusing on this stuff. And, and that's what's good. I and, mean, and for me, I just looked at it like I have no choice but to use this time wisely because yeah. otherwise, you know, I'm going to be starting back where I was in February in September and behind the eight ball when there's no excuse for it. And that's just it. I mean, it was kind of one of those things I know I've, it's been tough because I mean, like in the survivors group, I post something one day, I'm like, Hey, don't compare yourselves to what I've been doing. Right. You know what I've been doing through this, you know, the running and doing all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Honestly, the running is what's keeping me sane. Yeah. You know, it's like today I was not having a good day and Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to run and I was annoyed Mm -hmm. at some other things. And I'm just like, I'm going to go run. Mm-hmm. And I went and ran and did five miles and I come back and I'm like, okay, I feel better now. Right. And that's become my way of, yeah, you can clear your mind, clearing my mind and doing everything. 
And I've had a few people like, oh, I wish I could do what you do, you, you, you blah, blah. And I'm like, no, don't compare yourself to me. Mm-hmm. This is my way of getting through this. Right. You know, your way of getting through this, mm-hmm. maybe eating a tub of Ben and Jerry's. Right. That's fine. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. It's like, I don't say, like, when I talk about what I've had to do, I'm not saying that from a, everybody, you should be doing yeah. this, you should be doing that. It is, it's different and unique for every single person. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a position where, You've been pushing it 24-7 forever. Now, you, now you're home because, you know, the world's slowed down. I would hope that you're taking time doing as little as possible or as much recreation or hobbies, like whatever you can. Yeah, whatever works for you. To get a benefit out of the time in any way, whether it's relaxation, whether it's starting a new hobby. Taking, yeah. you know, I, I took some classes online on some areas that I, that I wanted to learn specific skills. I didn't know um, they had those classes online. Yeah, <laughs> was it from that that lady? I mean, have you seen that video? Yeah, sorry. Oh my god, I have not seen that video. Look at what is it? The grapefruit? Oh god, the grapefruit something? It's yeah, it's oh no, it's just for the noises she makes. Yeah, <laughs> but your next your your next boy pal might enjoy it. So. Right, it's I, like yeah. the grapefruit technique. That's what. It and is. that was funny is that actually like you could almost. Like there was a certain time, it must have been like three or four weeks into quarantine where I started getting texts from, you know, people I've met before who are just yeah. like, hey, what's up? You know, how you doing? And I'm just like, I'm like, you know, it's nice of you to hit me up. I'm not quite that lonely yet, but yeah, it's those guys that, that all of a sudden they haven't been able to go to the bar and pick somebody up or yeah. anything. So they're like, hey, I, I, let's call, let's call Andy or things aren't going, you know, they, they suddenly broke up with the boyfriend. Oh yeah. Like, because of- I'm like, okay, thank you for telling me I'm number two or maybe three or four on yeah. your list of people that catch up with, but yeah. Yeah, no. And I, and I've heard a few other people with that, that fun one. And it's one of those things. It's just like, we're all getting through this our own way. And you know, yeah. for a while you kept seeing those posts, like if you don't come out of this better and blah, 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 then you, right. you, you wasted your time. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. there's some people that their anxiety, they, they're lucky that they like get out of bed yeah, in the like, morning. Like if you come out of this, just coping, like yeah. you then if you come yeah, out of this you know, alive, yeah, like you that's did a good thing for some people. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. And and I think that there is a purposefulness that you can approach to your day to decide how am I going to like make today good. And if good means like, you know, I had a pint of Ben and Jerry's and I didn't have a breakdown today. Yeah. That's great. You know, I had a pint of Ben and Jerry's and I didn't cry into it. And, and the thing is, there's people that are that are equally unhealthy on either end. I, oh, was, yeah. I was jogging Point Defiance last week and I... There was a point on the jog where I was going back and forth. You know how you, things get in your head while you're walking? Yeah. And part of the jog, I was thinking about stuff that had been stressing me out that was just on my mind and that I couldn't shake. You know how it's like, it, no matter what you think about it, it just pops back in yep. your head and it just pisses you off. And it's like, I don't want to be thinking about that. I don't want to be focusing on it. And then the other part, I was focused on this, la- trying to get focused on this last page of my book. It was like, I just need to get the last page written yeah. off to the editor. And And I had this kind of epiphany where I thought, you know, Half the time I'm running from my problems and half the time I'm racing towards my dreams. But either way, the running is good, but it's, it's like I've moved. I used to only run to get away from problems and now yeah. it's like I can actually go with a little bit more methodology. But. Yeah. And it's one of those things I think, and like you said, that you, it is, you, you see people on both ends because I've seen people that, you know, are look healthy yeah. and you think you're healthy as can be, but then mentally they're not. Yeah. You know, and that might be it. They might be the fact that they do all the heavy lifting and try and become physically healthy because right. they're not mentally. Yeah. You know, but then you see people on the opposite end who you mm-hmm. think, oh, that's a really unhealthy person. But then you talk to them and you're like, wow, this is the most stable, healthy yeah. person mentally that I've ever met. So it, it's, mm-hmm. there's yeah, a balance. Can, and I, you know, I used to see people parking like in the grocery store and they park in a handicapped spot. Yeah. And, you know, they look like they just got done running a marathon. And I'm thinking, why are they parking in the handicapped spot? And, um, and I, and it's like, you know, your mind, you're trained to go there and, and judge everybody. Yes. And I, you know, the last couple of years, I, it, I've, I've been better about thinking, you know, I don't know that person's story. Nope. They might be putting on a good face and they might, they might, they might have run a marathon two months ago, but maybe they broke their leg and are pushing it just to get through the store. Yeah. Or maybe they have you breathing problems or a yeah. heart, you know, it's like, like fibromyalgia or something. Yeah, crazy, you have no you know? idea and you can't tell from looks. And that's it. I mean, we, we, I've tried very hard and that's something I've been really working on is not judging people from like just looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it makes me always think I had a guy that I used to work with who was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. 
and refused, refused to ever use a handicap spot. Mm, yeah. Would not. And one day I asked him, like, Rick, why? You're in a wheelchair. Why? Yeah. You, you are the people you that should it, be right? using yeah. this. And he's like, I got drunk. I wrecked my car. I put myself in this chair. Mm, wow. He's like, there are people who have real problems that need those spots. Wow. And I'm just like. And he's carrying that guilt, too. That's just. But yeah, but yeah, it's just but wow. in his mind. He's like, I put myself here. This was my. I did this. Mm-hmm. There are people that really need those spots. And I'm just like, I never, you know, but until mm-hmm. I talked to him, I'm like, okay, now I understand. You know, I just, it was just one of those things that, you know, you never know, not necessarily also what people are, you know, what pe- judging people just by looking at, it, but you also don't know what's going on in their head. Yeah. Why they do things they do. And that was one thing that just shocked me on that one. I'm hmm. like, huh. Yeah. You know? I, I tried to be really careful. Like when I was Uber driving so much, I was always try to put a lot of thought into how I offer help to people because I don't want to assume they can't do something and and I did pick up people in wheelchairs and with walkers and it was always and I always tried to be very aware of how I offer help like is it helpful if I give you a hand is there any way that I can help you or do you want me to do you want me to do anything to help in this situation versus just assuming they can't because you know like like this one lady I picked up and um I, I arrive and she's at the bottom of this flight of stairs with a walker and a little Yorkie and I'm thinking okay, there's no way she's going to come up this flight of stairs at, you know, 80 years old or however old she was with the dog and the walker and they're not wide enough steps to put the walker on. But I I don't want to, you know, she... She lives. This is a building she lives in. She obviously deals with this all, every yeah. day. So she's getting through life without me. You know, I don't need yeah. to be like the savior. However, I want to be respectful. So it's like, you know, what would you like me to do here? And she's like, oh, if you pull over here, that's great. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Versus, you know. And that's it. You just asked her. I mean, that was one thing like, you know, when I shattered my foot, you know, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. my office was upstairs and there was no elevator. It was upstairs. My boss like, do you want me to move your office? Mm-hmm. I'm like. No, but can you actually put handrails that are a lot stronger? Oh, yeah. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because then I can use either one crutch or I can use the handrails literally and just use my arms and go. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Right. I'm like, because I prefer to keep my office instead of moving everything. So Mm -hmm. it was one of those that, you know, a lot of times people automatically assume, oh, I'm going to get what what do you want? Let yeah. me make this as easy as possible for you. And right. it's like, you know, I don't really want it as easy as possible. I want right. I want my, I still want the comfort of what I had. Yeah. And plus, you know, and I'm willing to rehabilitation in that working yeah. for it too. Yeah. So. And I, and I'm willing to work for it. It's like, I need to work for, you know, yeah. what, what I have. It's just, yeah, it's, hmm. it's a whole different mindset. I've really been working, like I said, really hard on my mindset of trying to be very mm-hmm. purposeful, purposeful, purposeful (laughs) about how I think about things and how I look at things. And that's been one thing too, especially with everything going on right now and especially the, the, you know, the COVID and then everything that's going on, the other stuff going on. Right. Well, you know, it's just purposeful on what I say to people and how I talk to Mm -hmm. people that it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to offend you in any way. Right. But I don't, I also don't want to feel like I'm, I'm, I'm tiptoeing around you. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I think it's, um, like when you look at those situations, it's it's like it's respectful to be able to say, look, this is an awkward thing. This isn't comfortable yeah. to talk about, or I don't know what to say. However, I want to acknowledge it. And and like when you look at what's going on right now, there are so many loaded emotions, and there are so many people who feel very strongly in whatever direction. Yeah. And and I just look at it, and the one thing that I come back to in my mind is if people are out protesting. They're, I just see people in pain. They feel mm-hmm. they're in pain. They feel hurt. They feel like to whatever they feel, it's valid and true in the experiences that they've had as a person. Yes. And I just know as a society, we're going to grow a lot more love by holding hands and pointing fingers. We are. We are. And I mean, I think the big problem we run into is people... If they can't relate to the pain, mm-hmm. then it doesn't exist. And that's where I see a lot of mis- lot of issues on Facebook and all those is people right. are like, well, they keep pointing at something else. Like, well, look at this. Well, look at that. Right. It's like, okay, instead of trying to point out how to invalidate mm-hmm. their pain because of something that happened somewhere else or yeah. something else that happened, 
admit that it's there and that's where i think a lot of people get upset i mean because i've been there with those where something's happened to me and someone's like well it could be worse right and for me it's like the second you say that it's like you've completely invalidated my feelings and Mm -hmm. apparently i'm not allowed to have any so you can right you know well and and that's the thing like jog on like for me on on especially on social media i i don't want to post something that looks dismissive or invalidating of anybody's feelings and i don't want to sit here and yeah point things out that are yeah but here's these facts because to me it's not time for a political argument no um some things do get politicized and those discussions then need to have those points brought up which is unfortunate that that's being going there right now however um I like I almost posted and I, I didn't but I, I and I still you know sometimes like at the right moment in time I might just go out and post this but but I'm totally willing to talk to anybody one-on-one I, yeah. I think in, conversations are so crucial and important to have but but this idea of well if I post this meme or this quote or this fact like all these things that people want to do these little blurb wars on Facebook like that's doing so much more harm than good and it's just raising the tension level well and it does too because nobody I mean when you're sitting here like you know when we're recording this we, we're looking at each other right so I can tell your facial expressions and I can tell the micro expressions and everything mm-hmm. else going on I had an argument with a guy about um, masks oh yeah for like two days mm-hmm. when what I kept trying to t- tell him is, is I'm reading I'm like if you actually read what I'm saying we fucking agree right yeah and people are so like they're the trigger is there they're ready to fight because yeah. i basically and what i said was is i won't wear a mask when i'm out running mm-hmm. yeah you know and he's like well you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kill the guy at the, the grocery store. no no no. i told you i would wear one in a grocery store if, right. I, if, if they require me to and i will do that but I'm talking about an open trail where nobody's i'm talking around. about an open trail where no one's around i'm mm-hmm. well then you're six feet apart it's no problem that's what i've been trying to tell you for two right. days yeah and you've been mad at me because I said I want to wear one while running, and then you're like going off about Safeway and all Not that. Not running like, errands, just yeah. running. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, if I'm running through Safeway, then I probably should be wearing a mask so no right. one could see who I am, right? Because I'm stealing <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So and literally, it was like a two day argument. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then finally he's like, oh, I didn't realize I was saying. I'm like, if you go back and read through, it, and then like four people after him, like it's exactly the same thing he's been saying. For right. two days. <laughs> yeah. I um, made the mistake of commenting on a friend's Facebook post and she was commenting and, and you know, you know, people will post in the post. She said, this is an observation. I'm not trying to start a fight, but it made it, it was disappointing because she heard that there were some, some disagreeing views from the norm from doctors down in LA and the press had refused to post anything about it on the yeah. media. And so she said, this is really scary to me that this isn't happening. And I just went on and just in a dipshit moment forgot where I was making my comment. And I said, yeah, it's really scary. They've even taken down YouTube videos from doctors who have done studies that don't come to the same conclusion. And that was, I was just saying, because to me, it's all about control. Science is continuing to develop, especially with a new disease like this. And we need the perspectives of everything. And so, and, and a friend of hers had gone on and said as they should they're a private platform and they sh- they can't have misinformation out there that people get sued for and i was like and i, I just had all the responses ready i'm like well because the thing to me is well that's great but they don't have an organization that does that across the board so you can't pick and choose when to do it and also i don't trust that an admin at youtube is should be the deciding factor yeah. for what is good and bad medics and science and and i just in science changes yeah and i just was like this was a very purposeful moment where i had to decide am i going to continue to engage in this or am i just going to step back yeah. and i just i just said yeah, i've got to the point i have to step back yeah. every once in a while i get bored and i have to be a troll there's certain people that i i do troll well and i did just because I, they're yeah they well i it. i did just say you know i appreciate you sharing your point of view and i just left it at that i was yeah. like i'm not gonna and, and it's one of those things cause i've gotten an argument with a few people and i mean i'll be honest i i don't like the masks mm-hmm. i don't i don't like yeah, it i don't, I don't agree with it but it, it is what it is and i will wear it where i'm supposed to Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of those things that someone was like, well, this person said this on this day, but now they're saying this and they're changing their mind and just whatever. I'm like, you do know the scientific method is come up with a theory, test it. Right. 
and then come up with a new theory with the the, the data the data you have. That's exactly why everything keeps changing. That's why the CDC right. will say something on one day and then 15 days later say something else because that was their theory. They tested it. They went through the data and said, "Okay, this is our new theory." Yeah, because this is the now data proven this is, to not. Yeah, this is what the data is showing, and yeah. then and that's where you get in the huge things where someone's like, "Well, this is what they said two months ago." Well, that's before all the data was in. So and, and that's where I go back to the um, only a Sith thinks in absolutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just like seriously, it's like you can't no. have all or nothing. Once they say science, once a scientist says something, everyone's like, "That's it forever." Right. It's like if that's the case, then we the world's flat, according to you know. Right, uh, the, the flat Earth is right because mm-hmm. that's what they said. Yeah, at one point, thousands time. of years ago. Yep. So, and and that's just it. It's like you know, one point in time, there was three elements: earth, wind, and fire. That was it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and then as science went, we we data and collected and went. Oh nope, there's more. Right. Well, and yeah. it's it's unfortunate because I see that that mindset so much, not just with not just in like these arguments and with science but even socially is is like we want to condemn somebody for something from 15 years ago and never have allowed yes. them to evolve as a person it's like okay. we've seen that a lot with celebrities lately yeah I mean, and it's you like had tom or yeah there gun was, from yeah the guardians of the galaxy they said you can't do the next one because james gun oh because you know you can't do this because 15 years ago you made this racist tweet yeah. tweet and he's like it was a bad day. I made a, a bad tweet and, right. you know, oops. And yeah. I, it's like me and Matt talked about this once. It's like, you go back 10 years ago, I'm pretty sure there's some really bad shit that I said. Right. You know, if you go on my YouTube videos, which luckily they're not, they're all private. But <laughs> right. there's some, I but, got really anti-woman and I there was some really yeah, bad ones there. You have to take into account um, what you're going the through mindset, at that time. what you were yep. going through. Um, at that time, me and my wife were fighting a lot and there mm-hmm. was a chance that, you know, I mean, we were going yeah. down a very bad road and that's where my comedy and, went. And you can't, you can't tell people you need to get woke or you need to learn more no. and you need to do all this stuff and then not allow them to and accept their journey. Yeah. And, and that's the problem is everyone goes back and it's like, am I the same person I was 10 years ago? No, mm-hmm. I'm not the same person I was six months ago. Right. Yeah. I, I have stuff, you know, even yesterday where it's like, damn, I wish I didn't say or do that. And, yeah. And it's like, you know, will I do better next time? Yes. But does that mean that I am, you know, have malintent every time I walk out the door? It's no, but. No, we're all growing. We're all changing. And then that's what we have to work on. I mean, what's funny is I was going back when you were talking about running and like coming up with ideas. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's some people on the trail that think I'm insane because I will. My, my way of doing notes now, if I'm driving or running, is I have on my phone one of the shortcuts oh. is the voice recorder. Yeah. So I'll hit the voice recorder mm-hmm. and say something in it. And there's been a couple of times where I've said some new jokes and I'm just like speaking <laughs> in there. And I'll, someone will be like running past me. And they're like, what the f- what did he just say? <laughs> did he really just say something about having too many wives? And did he just say he yeah. sent his nephew a? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So they just yeah, because I have actually been writing a new joke about having multiple wives and how that's a fucking horrible idea. But <laughs> like, it's bad enough I have one talking about my small. <laughs> I don't need six of them. I, uh, I this was the funniest thing I said, and I wanted to post on Facebook, but the timing wasn't right, and it would have. They would have exposed. Was it what your kid said about you uh, the, uh, being paid to suck uh, and then walking should, home? That I would suck for bus money and That's then walk home? Yeah. Yes. No, that wasn't even it. Um, but it was uh, a friend of mine who's a lesbian um, had walked, was by me, and she, and she said, damn, I hate dating women. And I just said, yeah, I used to feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know. But I couldn't post it because it would have been a, uh, it would have been a whole, like, it would have made it obvious who it was yeah. and all that. Yeah. So that would have been funny. Yeah. Is he even paying attention over there? I think we, I think, I think Beach fell asleep. I think he did. I, we haven't had any sound drops. No, no. Like, he's just we're, over we're, there. We're having a really captivating conversation. What are you doing over here? I mean, appreciate what exactly? <laughs> How much time we at? Uh, about seven minutes. Are you asleep over there? No, I just spaced out because this pretty much turned into an episode of BeastNet. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.